0: Welcome to PRSA, the podcast of the Houston chapter of the Public Relations Society of America. On PRSA, we spotlight our talented members and get to know each other a little better. If you are a PRSA Houston chapter member and don't get a chance to network as much as you like or are unable to attend our in-person events, here's your chance to connect with your fellow members. Hello and welcome to PRSA. This is the official podcast of the Houston chapter of the Public Relations Society of America and I'm your host Veronica Sofer. I have the pleasure of introducing you to some of our amazing members here in our Houston chapter of PRSA and we put this podcast together for you so that you can connect with other members and if you have an opportunity to see them in person you've got something to talk to them about. So this is a great way to build your network especially in Houston. We love our PRSA members, and we've got lots of great events coming up. So make sure you check that out. A little bit of housekeeping before I bring on my amazing guest today, Crystal Williams. Uh, I'm going to remind you that if you're listening on the podcast, make sure you hit subscribe. We don't want you to miss any episodes of PRSA. And if you are watching on YouTube or on Facebook, drop us some comments, and Crystal and I will be sure to circle back with you. So with that, I'm going to bring her on to the show. Hello and welcome, Crystal.
1: Hi, how are you? Thanks for having me.
0: Yes, I'm so great. Thank you. And we're so excited to be talking today. Um, Crystal, tell us um, where you're at and, and when you joined PRSA um, so that our members can get to know you a little bit better.
1: So I joined PSA, I would say about maybe nine or 10 months ago. Um, I haven't, I'm not licensed yet, so I'm trying to get all the formalities worked out there, but um, yeah, happy to be here, happy to connect with people who are in PR and just learn a lot.
0: Awesome. Well, tell us a little bit about um, what it is you're doing, uh, your focus area. I know we're going to be talking about how to use your voice in an organization, but before we get into that really meaty conversation, give us some background on on how you got uh, into the role that you're in.
1: Well, right now, I'm actually not currently working, but... Um, Prior to not working, I didn't realize the work that I was doing was PR, but it definitely was henceforth me um, connecting with the group to kind of understand how to connect with other people in PR. And so right now, I'm looking to really just expand my understanding of how to connect with other organizations um, with PR.
0: Yeah. Well, and I'll tell you, Crystal, joining PRSA is a great way to do that. So you found the right place to connect with people. So I'm, I'm so glad that you're with us. Um, so let's talk a little bit about finding your voice and how to, not only how to find your voice, but how to use it in an organization. And I know that's um, something you've got some experience with. So tell us a little bit about that.
1: I think that when you are looking to find your voice in an organization, it's important to understand that organization. So it's really important to really just understand what that organization's mission is, Mm -hmm. as well as their policies and processes and procedures as far as communicating. Obviously, in PR, we want to be careful about what we say and how we communicate to the community. We also want to be careful about how we communicate with our peers as well. Mm -hmm. And so I think part of finding your voice in your organization is just listening, really just listening and trying to hear what's missing. One of my biggest things um, when I am trying to understand how to add to how to add to a meeting or Mm -hmm, how mm -hmm. to add to a project Mm -hmm. is just really listening because once you listen, you kind of understand what's going on and get a gauge of where we're going here. And then you can kind of pinpoint what it is that you can add value to.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I, I would agree with you. And I think some of us, especially, um, people who are maybe new to the profession or don't have a lot of experience, listening is not some, I mean, I know for me as a young PR person, listening was probably not my best skill. (laughs) It was a skill I developed in as I matured in the field. And so I'd love um, your thoughts on how you in particular have grown as a listener and how that has brought value to your career.
1: Yes, definitely. So, um, My background as far as with PR and working in emergency crisis kind of helped to amplify that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I bet Um, it did. (laughs) You
1: know, COVID kept us in the house, but it didn't keep us quiet. And so um, throughout COVID, I actually was working as a supervisor over a call center. of a contact center. And a lot of that required just listening, listening to who my client was. Mm -hmm. Sometimes in PR, I think that we just think that the public is our client, but it's our peers around us as well, because we want to make sure that everyone understands what's going on around, around us.
0: Mm -hmm. And
1: so, yeah, it, it was definitely a learning experience.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think that's great advice, um, especially as we're trying to navigate this post-COVID world. used to be, um, I I think a lot of us would gather around the water cooler at the office and give insights and thoughts. But once we all started working from home, I think it really shifted how we communicate with our internal audiences. And I think you bring up some really good points in that, especially in our space, The public isn't just our only audience, our peers are. And if we don't have them on board and we're not expressing our thoughts and our opinions, we're probably struggling. What's some advice that you would give someone who is looking to speak up in those meetings and to share more of their insight and and be a part of the solution?
1: I would say, number one, prepare. Prepare for your meetings prepare for your meetings, have your key talking points or questions written out that you're unclear about, definitely come prepared to those meetings. And really... Like I said, understand who you work for, understand your organization's mission, mission, uh, their communication plan, how they communicate, their style of communication, and also respect people's perspective, because you have to understand that when you come to these meetings, if you're advocating for your staff, if you're advocating for the community, that not everybody's going to agree with you. And so you have to respect other people's perspective and really just listen to gain understanding and know that your voice matters, because Mm -hmm. your voice Matters. Your voice mm-hmm. matters. And especially if you're working in public relation, because at the end of the day, you're going to be that person in front of everyone ask, answering those questions um, that your counterparts aren't. And so mm-hmm. it's important for you to go into those meetings prepared, asking the questions um, that you need to gather the information that you need to prepare to either give to your staff or or address the public yourself. And so I think, again, very important to listen, very important to prepare for your meetings, very important to know what it is you're wanting to communicate to the public as well. And just make sure that it aligns with branding, because Mm -hmm. branding is important as well. And, you know, everything that you do is a reflection of your of the company that you're working for when you're in PR. So it's important to know that you're always on stage Mm -hmm. and that you not knowing is okay, but it's, it's all about how you communicate that. So again, just making sure that you're prepared for those meetings, making sure you're asking the questions that are relevant to, to the topics that are going to be discussed as well as being prepared and, thinking forward and how to provide this type of information. I think in PR um, and especially a nonprofit, if you're working with like emergency services and things like that, we sometimes have, you know, our slow periods of time where everything's okay. You know, there's no tornado, there's no, you know, flood, this, that, and the third. And you you just want to make sure that during those times, that's when you're planning. Like that's when you're planning to make sure that you have a correct communication plan in action and that you're not just, you know, waiting for that to happen.
0: Right. And I think that's a great reminder, um, especially when you're in the nonprofit or the government space and you're in emergency management, you can be guaranteed something is going to happen. And so the more prepared you are, the better. And um, one of the it made me think of a great tip uh, when I was working with the school district, they uh, especially during the hurricane, we had a lot of the content ready to go because we'd been anticipating the storm, but it hadn't been translated. And so here we were at the last minute in a hurry to translate these this content. And to your point, Crystal, that could have been done when we were doing the pre-work way ahead of time during the downtime. So um, I think that's a great reminder.
1: I was going to say that goes hand in hand with knowing who your client is. True. And if you're here in Houston, then obviously, you know, we, we do have, you know, some language barriers here. We have a large population of Hispanics who speak Spanish. We have our... Um, we have the Bel Air area, we have mm-hmm. a large Vietnamese population. And so again, it's just very important to know who your clients are and make them relevant because it ultimately that's who you're going to be communicating with. And so just advocating for what they need and not forgetting about them. I think when you work in public PR, especially especially crisis management, mm-hmm. anything emergency is very important to remember that it's not just you who you're translating this for. It's not just, you know, it's not just your neighbor. It's the community. And so who is your community? And just knowing who that community is.
0: Yeah, no, I think that's a great reminder. Um, Crystal, what are one or two tips that you can share with people that you've learned, especially in crisis communications that you want to share with people?
1: I would say, one... Test your information on yourself.
0: Ooh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Test your information on
1: yourself, um, or, or test it with someone else. Don't just write it out and say, "Okay, this is what I'm going to give." You, you have to collab with people because you don't have all the answers. You may forget something, so I think it's I think it's very important to collab. I've I've never not collabed mm-hmm. with anyone on information, and not because. I don't think that I don't know the information. It's just that, you know, it could just be the littlest thing as in address, contact number, when do we close, XYZ, those little small things, those little little details matter. And sometimes when you're in crisis, you can forget them. So I think it's very important to always just, you know, collab, collab, and also have a checklist, have a checklist.
0: I love that. I love that checklist. That's a great tip. All right, Crystal, we're running out of time, but I want to make sure that people know how to connect with you. Are you on LinkedIn? What's the best way for people to, to get to know you?
1: I am on LinkedIn. I can be um, reached at by email, crystal great. underscore Amanda at hotmail.com.
0: Great. So we're going to make sure that we include all that information on the show notes. And if you have any questions, um, reach out because we've got a lot of answers. Thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you. No, thank you. All right, everybody, make sure you connect PRSA is all about our members getting to know each other, growing as a profession and learning from each other. So with that, I'm going to wrap up this episode of PRSA. If you are listening on the podcast, make sure you hit subscribe. If you are watching on YouTube or Facebook, make sure you drop us some comments. And with that, we will see you next time.